Welcome to the Rise Up Fitness Podcast, broadcast from sunny Santa Barbara, California. We're here to go back to the facts, educate you in health and fitness, and help you rise up to your full potential. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Rise Up SD. Another day. Guys are doing well. Living life, enjoying the sunshine. We've had a lot of beautiful days lately, which has made, I think, everybody's mood a little bit lighter, I hope. I know that it definitely does that for me. Um, weirdly well, enough, even yeah, though I love the rain, but when the weather's nice and everything else and it's nice out, I think everyone's in a better mood. Maybe just getting towards the end of the week, even though, you know, days have less meaning now. It always feels good to get towards the end of the week. Yeah. Um, so we wanted to talk a little bit today about, um, a suggestion from a member. So my friend Katie, actually, who's a member here, um, talked to me a little bit about modifications and how, um, Basically, she was having a conversation with her dad about modifications and how he, he kind of expressed, and I totally understand this, this feeling of like, oh, well, I always feel bad when I have to modify something. And so it really kind of makes my workout feel worse when I can't do something in a workout and I have to modify it. Um, and I wanted to talk a little bit about that because um, that is not what modifications should do. That's not how modifications should make you feel. Um, they are there so that you can get the best workout that you can get for the body that you have right now. So yeah, I think so. Sometimes I think modification is kind of turned into this like bad word. Yeah. It's turned into like a dirty word. It's it's not had to modify or whatever. And the truth of the matter is, is that, um, modification just doesn't always mean easier. Correct. It can mean harder. And really there's no way that everyone should be doing exercises or training intensities or anything at the same level and that never need to modify. And so while we, you know, at, in a group fitness class setting, um, ours is a little unique because we do give people different intensities, but like, let's say now we're doing filming these hit workouts and we give modifications, you know, sometimes the modification is okay. If you want, you can jump into these, or if you want, let's just stay in squats. It doesn't, it's not Correct. a good or bad thing. Correct. So remember a couple of things to remember about modifications. So when we talk about different exercise modifications, what we mean are a whole host of different things. So Doing an exercise slightly differently, for instance, doing a plank on your forearms versus your hands. Both of those could be considered modifications for each other, right? The only reason I think sometimes that we feel like doing the other is less or less than is because we've chosen to present, we're going to do plank on our hands right now. If you choose to plank on your forearms because your wrists aren't comfortable with that, that plank on your forearms is actually not going to be any easier. So you're not doing any less than a person who is comfortable doing it on their wrists or up on their well, hands. Well, I actually really like that analogy too because a lot of people think that if they drop down from their hands in a plank to their forearms, it's actually it's an easier modification. It's actually more tough core-wise. Yeah. When you're on your forearms, it's it's it, do it and just see on your hands and your forearms, you're at a, you're at a lower angle. Your head and your chest are lower towards the ground than they are in your hands. So it's actually more challenging. Yeah, so these are all the things where it really is a matter of perspective in a lot of cases. What If you're doing something that is different than what we have chosen to present of a selection, because a squat is a totally valid exercise, a squat jump is also a totally valid exercise, choosing one or the other of those does not make it less than. So that's the first thing I think that's important to remember. There are a great number of options. Doing one thing instead of another does not inherently mean you are doing any less. So that's the number one thing. That is the number one thing to remember. Yes. Um, a couple of other things that are modifications might be if you do something, we do this in yoga all the time, in half pigeon pose or pigeon pose, when you come forward and you're you know, laying on your leg with your 
with a one knee bent. For me, sometimes that causes a real problem in my knee. It just sends pressure there that I don't want. It may have to do with how tight I am that day. It may have to do with other workouts I've done. Sometimes it just has to do with the way that my body is. One of the modifications you can do is flip it over onto your back and stretch it out with your foot on top of your other knee. This is something that's not doing anything less than what you were doing before, but it's doing it totally differently, right? It's a little bit of a different situation than just dropping from your hands onto your forearms, but it's flipping the script and making the same stretch work for you in a way that works better for your body. So that's another thing that modifications can do is totally flip around what you're doing in order to reach the same goal. Um, And that again is not something that you should feel badly about. My, you know, my knee not being able to handle pigeon pose someday, some days doesn't mean that I'm more or less flexible, which also it doesn't matter if you're more or less flexible. That doesn't make you better or worse than any other person at yoga or at HIT or whatever it may be. It just means that, okay, today, in order to get the best workout, the best benefit for my body, I'm going to choose to do this format instead of that one. Right. And I think, I mean, that's a really a good, you know, analogy. And I'll give you kind of two, you know, examples from my life too of what it is, is that, you know, we need to modify things in ways um, that we're able to do and that challenge us and that don't make our situations worse. And what I mean by that is your example is, is that what you're saying is, is that, you know, if my hip's not going to do that. So if I push myself into that thing, it's going to actually make my hip worse, right? more potentially injured, be injured after the workout. That's not a good thing. That's not going to help you progress. Right. Right. So a couple of, a couple of examples in my life is um, like, um, you know, we've been talking and I did that long trail run and everything else, but we trail running. And, you know, when we talk about trail running, a lot of people think that you're actually like running the whole time. And the, and the truth of the matter is, is that you are actually walking, you know, sections in there and that's a modification, right? So, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going for a run, but I'm going to walk. And so someone might go out for a run and they might feel de- depleted or de- defeated because they have to, they might be depleted as well, but well, they might be defeated because, oh, I had to walk for part of it. And that's yep, not which necessarily. Which I also, that's something that I've totally put on myself as well during runs. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. And so to give you guys an example, like um, when we do the uphill sections, like on that long run, like I probably walked like 25% of the uphills. So, and that's a modification. And it, does that have to be 20? No. If, you know, I'm, I wasn't really preparing that. If I was preparing for a long ultra marathon, maybe I would, my goal would be to walk 15% or right. maybe I needed to walk 50%, you know, just depends on what it is. Um, that's one thing. And another thing that I would, you know, was always kind of came into my mind is that when I was um, really competitively training and I had a coach, this is part of the reason like you get a coach that so people said, well, you are a coach. Why would you hire a coach? Well, it's good for someone else to look outside and understand what right. you're doing and look from the inside. And another reason we have be, trainers, you can't always be objective yourself. And that was my biggest thing. It wasn't that my coach gave me any magical workouts. Or I was like, Oh my God, that is the secret to training. It was looking at what I was doing day to day and making small adjustments. That was the biggest benefit. Um, and so I would, you know, go through some workouts sometimes and, you know, she would give me a set of intervals and it would be, um, you know, and, and let's say I couldn't meet the goals of that workout. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and sh- the next week it might be, I might get the exact same workout or I might get one interval less. And it's like, oh, that's a modification. I don't want a modification. I want to do the same thing. Right. I, I want to muscle through it. Right. Thing. And yeah. I want to muscle through it. I want to be able to do it or I want to move I'm, I'm, or even worse. Like I did have the same workout last week. That means she's not making any progression. I'm doing the exact same thing. So I haven't made any improvements in a week. Right. And so I had this conversation early on in my career with her, which was a really good one, which was that, look, sometimes I'm guessing you can't be perfect as a coach. We're not robots. 
I guess and say, I think you can do this. If you can't do it, then we're not giving you the right thing and we need to scale back. And so that might be repeating the same workout two or three or four times week to week to week to week until we get you to the point where you can hit it. If you, right. So right. If, so this, this reminds me too of another, what I was going to say next for modifications, another type of modification is one that you have to do in order to progress. Right. So like, if you think about, um, sort of practically, I would say for the lay person who's not, you know, necessarily training in a significant way, right. um, with like a coach as, as Kyle was. Um, but if you think about, oh, I really want to learn how to do a push up. You don't just go out there and do your best to do a full push up and you fall down or you don't do it correctly. Your back's in the wrong spot. Your feet are in the wrong spot. You, you end up not really getting anywhere. What you need to do is to progressively build up that strength. So you start with a modification. You go against a wall first. There's nothing wrong with doing a push up against a wall. You're building up strength progressively so that you can reach the next modification. Okay, now I feel pretty good on that. I'm going to go and do it on my sofa side that's a little bit higher than the ground that I'm going to do down my knees. And then when I feel comfortable, I'm going to move up to a full push-up. Right. Those are all modifications in order for you to build the appropriate strength to get up to an exercise. And that's the same. So I think this is something that a lot of people have seen in our HIIT workouts is, oh, I don't normally do burpees. You know, right. but I want to so, be able to get there instead of just doing one, falling on my face and hurting myself. I'm going to do modifications in order to build up to it. Right. And that's the exact same thing is that, you know, it's a little bit of a guessing game and doing modifications to she was basically modifying. OK, we're going to have you do try that again. We're going to have you do one less. We're going to try and go to where you can get, because if you can't do the if you can't do the exercise and you don't take a step back, you're never going to be able to do the exercise Correct. or the workout or the interval. And the other thing I would say, too, is that sometimes progression goes quicker than it is or you need to modify in the other direction. I've had ones where she gives me, you know, four intervals at, you know, this power or whatever else. And I do it and she kind of glances at it, glances at my heart weight and realizes that it wasn't all that challenging for me. Instead of progressing the next week and having, oh, I'm going to give you five intervals instead of four, I may have seven or six or the power might be a lot higher. And it's like, whoa, what's with that big jump? And it's like we needed to modify, modify because this is too easy for you. Right. And so, you know, look at modification as is not a good or bad, but of where we need you to put you now. Exactly. So that you can make a progression. Exactly. So don't judge it as a a failure or a win. It is simply what you need to do in order to do the best for you right now. There are lots of reasons that people choose one modification or another. It may be injury related. It may just be, you know, like I said, with my knee and sometimes in pigeon pose. I don't have a knee injury. It just bugs it sometimes. And there's no, you know, that could have to do with the architecture of my body. Like I said, it could have to do with something being tighter than, you know, it normally is on that day. Your body's in different places at different times, um, both in your life and just day to day. So honoring, you know, what's going on with you and being able to choose modifications that work to your best interest. That's what modifications are all about. They're not about, um, oh, I can't do this. I'm failing. So I have to do this instead. And that's not as good. That's right. not at all what they are. Right. I think that's a, that's a great point. And I think that, you know, what you can do in that situation is just look at it as the push-up analogy that Addy used or even the interval analogy. But the push-up analogy, I think is very clear to most people. And it's like, hey, don't be upset that you can't even do one push-up on your knees right now, but figure out what you can do and just be like, okay, this is where I'm at. I'm at a wall push-up. Okay. Well, I'm going to do 10 wall push-ups every day this week. Okay. Next week, now I'm going to do however many I can do till I can't do anymore. I'm going to do them on, you know, something that's elevated three feet off the ground. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to move to my knees or whatever it is, but look at a progression and, and be okay with you are right now. 
but just don't be satisfied with where that's at if you want to make a progression. Right. But and if, if you you're... go down every day and try to do a regular push up and you can't do it, you're not going to make progress. You're going to be frustrated and it's not going to benefit you. And if your modifications have nothing to do with progression, if you're just like, hey, I have really bad wrists because I've been, you know, typing my whole life or what have you. So it's really uncomfortable for me to do a lot of, you know, work on my wrists. And this happens a lot. I notice, um, when we do work on the benches, like we'll do, you know, tricep dips on the benches. Great. Don't do those. If those bother your wrists, let's grab some weights and we'll do tricep kickbacks. You are achieving the exact same goal. You are working your triceps. That's what we're trying to do. And it doesn't matter if you do it sitting on the bench. Cause I gave you tricep dips as the option for today, or if you do it standing up with weights, that's why, you right. know, when I, I always tell people in class and I, I think a lot of you probably heard me say this and I know um, our other trainers say it as too, is, you know, if you need a modification, please let me know because that is part of my job too, is to say, okay, here's what we're trying to achieve. This is the option that I've been, you know, that we gave you today that's up on the screen or what have you. If that's not going to work for you, let me know so we can still achieve that end and still, you know, have a successful workout. Right. And I think that that's fair to say too, is that people, I think sometimes don't realize is that like, um, you know, sometimes we'll look at a workout and we want to, we to target a particular muscle group or a particular area there's usually three, four, five exercises that can achieve the same thing. Yep. And so, it, it, you know, we may pick this exercise this day and, and it's fun to vary and it's fun not to be the same exercise. But for triceps, there's, you know, I can think off the top of my head at least, and I know there's way more, at least, you know, six different ways that you can almost do the exact same tricep exercise, right? Yep. And so just because I gave you weights instead of you doing them on the bench doesn't mean it's better or worse or, you know, harder or easier or whatever else. It's just different. Precisely. Yeah. So hopefully that um, helps you to, if you were feeling poorly about modifying things, please don't. Um, hopefully it helps you to understand why we encourage it so much because it really is um, a way to achieve a success in fitness that's personalized to you and your needs. That's the whole idea. Uh, please don't muscle through when something doesn't work, when something hurts. It doesn't make you a stronger you know, you're not more successful if you muscle through it than you hurt yourself. That's really not yeah. a good well, ask idea. That support, ask for that advice, ask for that feedback. Yeah. And, and if something's too easy for you, ask for a modification. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, that's what we're here for. And and um, keep getting through the workouts. I know that a lot of these workouts do require more uh, changes for everybody because they are a little bit higher impact generally than, you know, definitely the machines that we use at Rise Up. So please don't hesitate to reach out. We would love to help you figure out the best way for you to do them. Yeah. Right. And uh, modify for you. All right. Well, thank you guys. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.